Now, I can't deny it. Whilst it was an exciting world in finance, it was a quiet mid-month in economic data with only 70 data releases to score off. Even though the results tended to surprise mildly, it was still a quiet week at the crease. Now, there isn't much mystery about what's happening in the financial system. Around the Western world, banks are stuffed with government bonds, which now have a market value far below face value. They give negligible interest, and they're now very costly to keep funding. Now, this is not a crisis, but it's a problem. It's only a crisis for those banks which the market suspects are simply too badly run to safely ride out the storm and trade their way out of it. Credit Suisse was the obvious first target, and no surprises that Deutsche is next under the lash. The problem for these banks is that the street isn't going to be easily persuaded that they're well run. Why? Well, we've been watching them cock up for years. But there is some good news. On Tuesday, the 21st, I did a check on private sector surpluses or deficits and found that the US is running a surplus of about 1.7%, Eurozone around 2%, and even the UK has only a minor deficit of around 1.7% of GDP. Now, what these private sector savings surpluses mean is that on a net basis, while some banks are under pressure, there must necessarily be cash coming into the banking system from the private sector on a net basis. What matters now is whether that cash can get recycled or whether the result of the banking pressures we see will be a nasty credit crunch. Well, a pulling in of horns is what you'd expect. So I think the most important signal for now is what happens to US bank credit and specifically to their loan book. If that turns down, US data will start to disappoint and then that in turn will put pressure on the stock market and the next twist, of course, is that gives rise to new banking pressures via bad loans. I wrote about that on uh, Monday the 20th and uh, I think it's uh, definitely something we're going to keep a really close eye on. The other problem is that it's not at all clear that inflation really has been beaten, at least in Europe. That's what I took from the UK's February CPI, which rose 10.4%, as the focus of inflation broadened from energy into other things like food and services. It reminds us that when you get a big hit on energy prices, inflation is a three-set match. First set is about energy. The second set is about that energy price rippling through to the rest of the economy. And the third set, which... arrives later and takes longer, is about everyone trying to recover their lost purchasing power. The UK, at least, is clearly only in the second set, however much Bank of England and the government might wish it otherwise. Anyway, I wrote about that, giving details on uh, the Wednesday's macro kernel. Finally, on Thursday, I commented on the decline in confidence indicators Um, The Coldwater Confidence Shocks and Surprises Index is now back to neutral level on the back of disappointing European readings. And it's, you know, this is the first time for many months that actually uh, confidence indicators haven't been net positive. By and large, the surveys which are doing the damage this week were taken before the banking problems surfaced. So I can only expect that this confidence index is only going to sink more sharply in the coming weeks. Well, that's what happened this week, uh, whilst everyone else was concentrated on the Fed and on the banking system. Uh, Good luck for the coming week.